So tres, dos, uno, right? Yeah. Instead of uno, dos, tres. If we're counting down. We're counting down. It's tres. Hola, my amo David. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you look like that? <laughs> me amo, grande caballo blanco. <laughs> you know, our window's open. Jose, our next door could probably hear you. <laughs> That's my boy right there. What's up, guys? Back with figuring it out with David, that guy in the blue, pointing at himself, being really weird. Mm. <laughs> and myself, Victoria. Sorry. We are back at it. <laughs> yeah, season two, right? For today's topic. Yeah. Um, Let's do a quick breakdown, real quick of figuring it out. 30, 20 seconds of quick figuring it out. What is it? We are both 25 years old. We've made a uh, pretty good, a pretty good amount of progress so far at 25 years old. We really took things on head on when we were 20. And so far, we've made, you know, good business, good home, uh, good living. We have dogs, a baby on the way. We've just, we've had a successful relationship, those type of things. So, um, but we're not by any means masterminds. We are not extremely experienced in these things like some of the other people that you see online. But what our goal is, is to meet the demographic of people our age who are going through it, who may feel lost, who may feel like they are not gaining skills or doing things. And so we're just giving our perspective on what we have done so far to get to where we are at. So that's a quick breakdown of what figuring out is. Yeah. So um, today's episode on figuring it out is how to figure out when you need to roll with the punches. Rolling with the punches. So in today's episode, you're going to watch me beat Victoria live on camera. No, no, no. That's what the script says? That's the wrong script. Skipper wrote the script. <laughs> Your mini-me's already punching me, so you're good. It's my dog right there. He's my best friend. He don't even know it yet. Skipper? No, the baby. <laughs> no, Skipper is Skipper's my pompa for sure. <laughs> Um, no. So on the real, it's rolling with the punches, like yep. with life events. That dealing with stress, dealing with things that just don't go your way. It's just out of your control. Mm -hmm. Right. Like you just have to roll with it. Yeah. A lot of times we're like, oh, you know, like, uh, you know, it is what it is. A lot of people use that phrase. And I know I've mentioned earlier, we both mentioned earlier, we hate that phrase, but sometimes things, this is, comes up in coaching, comes up in business and life is that literally sometimes things are just out of your control. Yeah. Basically. Mm -hmm. So um, the first one that I think would be really good to dive into just because it was more recent, it was the whole cause of the delay of our podcast is our whole house rewiring, house electrical issue. Drywall, <laughs> Drywall everything. Drywall, yeah. house needed to get open up. Basically the house and how we had to roll with the punches in terms of being able to actually feel completely settled into our house mm -hmm. post- Six months purchasing. after purchasing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So dive into it. Like, well, you want, you want me to jump into yeah, it? Go cool. Ahead. So there was basically when we purchased the house, the inspection report was not as bad as what we thought. So it passed inspection. A lot of things passed, blah, blah, blah. Fast forward. Things ended up being much worse in all shapes, ways, shapes, and forms. And if you purchase a house, you probably will deal with this. There's a difference between upgrading things. So you want to reno and upgrade and things you're like, holy fuck, there's something wrong. So like... You guys see it. Someone's septic tank burst or someone has to repipe their house. Or for us, we had a lot of electrical issues or things like that. So 
there's, uh, we ran into a, a whole host of problems that got worse as the repairs or upgrades were happening, which led us to like, you know, there was a couple of points in times where we looked at each other like this is worst case scenario. Like yeah. this fucking sucks. Yeah. Basically while, um, while we were going to start getting the work done, uh, it started off where we slept in our room. And then the day after... It was like Sunday, we slept in our room. Yeah. And then the day after, we moved to the guest room. Yeah. And then the As day after... As work was getting done. And then after, the day after, we moved into the living room. Because everything else was couch. getting demolished. We slept on the couches and the dogs. We moved the kennels with us everywhere we went. And then finally got to the point where we ended up staying at David's mom's house because... It was not, it didn't make sense to be well, the house staying was here because of the fact that there was an amount of drywall dust and texture and paint that needed to get happened. Like or needed to happen. we had no power for two weeks. Or there was no power whatsoever. Yeah. Forgot to mention that kind of important. <laughs> that <laughs> happened. We, we, we literally were like, we had like, shout out to our, shout out to our homie who's working on a house. I don't want to mention any names because they did the work. And so, you know, for whatever reasons, I don't want to put that out there, but he is the homie and he left us with his Milwaukee flashlight and we showered for two nights <laughs> in yeah. the dark because we had no power. And our uh, fridge was connected to uh, an extension cord from the backyard. <laughs> it was gnarly. <laughs> that ended up getting unplugged. But either way. So yeah, um, God damn it, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even know until this day. He didn't know. Um, so either way, it was a whole fiasco of things. And I think the biggest point here was that there was a variety of times where we could have been so mad. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think that's, that's a huge part of rolling with the punches is that if you're ever facing a scenario where like, let's just say you're at work and they put you on a project to do something and you know, something goes wrong or like, let's just say you're training for a powerlifting meet or you're training for a bodybuilding show and something just doesn't go your way. A lot of the times the outcome of that transition is literally solely based on your mindset. Yeah. So like being able to be like, well, this thing happened. Was it caused by me? No. Okay. Well then the only thing I can do now is, okay, let's make the best decision moving forward on how we can navigate this rather than just getting hung up on the fact that it happened. Right. And so part of it, you know, there is a variety of little pieces that played into it. One was the fact that we couldn't live in our house for two weeks, right? Yeah, basically, we couldn't live in our house for two weeks, so that threw off our whole routine of things. Um, everything, like making videos, gym, yo, know, gym work, everything, client work, everything. Yeah, like uh, the, basically, like dogs were living out of a laundry basket for two weeks because that's literally what we were doing. Yeah, we would have like one basket of laundry that we would rotate out like every two or three days and yeah, just, we just like, had wash a ba- it. Yeah, we would literally just rewash it, and then every four days rewash it, and then every four days rewash it. Yeah, and you know during this whole process like i think all we could do is just like laugh at the situation because of like how progressively worse it got (laughs) and it was like there was no way that we could have been in control of the situation at all or the electrician was in control of like like there was the drywall people like there were just so many different factors that they were doing what they could we were doing what we could and that's kind of like how it ended up needing to be played out because at the end of the day, what were we going to do? We can't be mad at this person or this person or this person. Like, it is what it is. Now we just have to figure it out and and roll with it. And it's going to have to get done now, right? Yeah. And, and, and you make you have to make the best decision in the time on a level head. So, like, a lot of times what would happen is, like, 
someone like we would find something out and it'd be all right, well, let's like take a step back, take a deep breath. What's like the best way to actually like negotiate, like navigate this? And it ended up like the project ended up costing three times as much as what we wanted to. We're like, it got to the point where we had to replace appliances and replace the kitchen, which we didn't like. We would, we had no plan doing in the next five to 10 years, but it got to the point where it was like, uh, Hey guys, like we need to do this. And it was like, fuck, like we didn't have this in our budget. Right. We didn't, we didn't have this planned out. We didn't want to do this right now because of the uh, amount of work and things and overhead that we're working on right now with other projects. But uh, it was something that was dealt to us and it was like, okay, so what the fuck am I going to do about it? It's like, well, the, the answer that we were given is basically like, uh, you're fucked. You have to do it. So it was like, okay, cool. Okay. Well now that I know that we have to do it. So now moving forward, what's our best decision? Is it X, Y, and Z? And then that's where you can like, once you put your emotion behind it, like, okay, cool. There's nothing I can do about this. Why am I still upset over this? Forget about being upset. Let's just look at a clear path in front of us and make good, clear choices on a good mindset on what can I do to move forward? Yeah. I think that was the biggest thing too, especially like when you mentioned the whole finances part, like it it wasn't in our budget. Like it costs us half of our account basically. Yeah. Like it's, it's still like, we, we, well, it's even more than that. Like we still look at our, we do just like before we did the podcast today, it was like, holy shit, our account's low. Yeah. And I was like, well, why is our account low? It's like, fuck, I forgot there was this and then this and then this and then this. And oh yeah, we also had to pull out money for the dumpster and then pull out money for this. And it's like, holy shit. Yeah. And and it's one of those things where it's like, okay, well, can you recoup that money back? No. All right. So then what's the deal moving forward? You just got to go make more money. It is what it is. Exactly. And so obviously like hindsight, looking back, like had we had not like been so meticulous on our budget and doing things Mm -hmm. like we probably would have been so much more stressed out and frustrated because of the fact that we were able to still pay for these things like at the flip of a dime, but some people aren't. And so I think that's kind of like what helped decrease the stress because it was like, okay, like that's the point of like an emergency fund is that sometimes you just got to pull it, but now you just got to replenish it and figure out how to like put money back into yeah, it. Yeah, because we don't we don't personally make a lot of money. No, like we we don't. We pay. I would say most of our friends, members, whoever they probably make more money than we do. But we are like we are very budgeted. So like we are very like I look at our saving. I'm like, okay, where's our money? And it's like Costco, Ralph's, pet insurance, car insurance. It's like we do like. I can't remember the last time I bought a pair of shoes. Yeah. I can't remember the last time that we like went out and bought gym clothes. Like, I think these Nutrishop joggers, I think I've had for like eight years. <laughs> Honestly, shout out to Mikey G because him and I are the only people in the county who have them because <laughs> they didn't give them, they didn't make them for anybody else. But, but like that, I think you're right. Is like, um, we talk about this a lot in coaching, which is if you are not um, controlling what you can control, your life becomes chaos when things, because here's the thing, is that you have to plan for shit to go wrong. In terms of like, you can't plan ahead of, you know, you you, might, you don't know if you're gonna get in a car crash. You don't know if you're, you're gonna get a flat tire. You don't know if your dog's gonna run away. Like you can't plan, you don't know what's ahead, but what you, you do know is that shit's gonna go wrong. And so like we teach that in coaching, which is like control your water, control your sleep, control whatever amount of food you can, because if your dad comes out of town and he comes into town and he surprised you, he's like, let's go out to fucking, you know, uh, an Italian restaurant tonight. You're like, fuck, I didn't plan for this. But because you were on your top of your water and your sleep and everything else, your exercise, 
that won't make that big of a dent in your plans because you've been on top of everything else. Right. Exactly. That's huge. Yeah. So I think that for as far as like the house goes, it was literally like, okay, like, yeah, we didn't want to deal with this right now. Like we, especially like with the baby on the way, like we weren't anticipating. We thought it was just going to be a couple of little things that were quick fixes and nope. And so we were, of course it was like, well, crap, like now here we are. But now like having gone through everything and then just again, like not being so upset at the situation and just taking it for what it is and just doing it because I needed to get done and being prepared to be able to do it because I need to get needed to get done. Um, now that it's like done and over with, it's like, okay, we could sleep good at night. Like yeah. there's nothing that needs to get done at the house that is like major. So what does that mean? Okay. We're able to like save and then just kind of carry on and you know, that, that hiccup has passed for the most part. You yeah. Know? I, think, I think the two biggest things, and we'll, we'll touch on this again in our, in the next scenario, which is like my our two biggest things with, with, when things don't go your when they don't go your way and you have to adapt is one, the mindset you go into it. Like there was multiple times where we would get a call when we were at the gym and uh, they'd see the phone ring. Uh, like Larissa would see it or my mom would see the phone ring at the gym and they'd be like, it's so-and-so again. And Victoria looked at each other like, fuck. What's going on, bro? Hey, David. So I got some news. I'm like, how many more fucking holes you need to punch in the wall? So I had to tear out the entire wall, like, fuck. And it, and you, and all you could do is just laugh. Yeah. Because the question is, okay, well, do you need to do this? Yes. Then go ahead and do it. It's not a question of like, well, can you skimp out on the work or whatever? It's, it's like, do you need to do it? If it's out of my control and you have to do it, then do it. I'm going to figure out a way to get around it. I'm going to figure out a way to deal with it. So that's the first thing is like your mentality, laugh it off. If you, if you can be light in most situations, then you're going to be okay. The second thing is, is when shit goes wrong, find out as quickly as possible. What are the things that I can control? So for example, like when that was happening, we had no power. We weren't sleeping in our own house. Um, we were kind of crazy hectic with work. What are the things that we can control? Well, we can control our exercise. So trying to work out as best as we can. So maybe it's only two times a week instead of five times a week, but still trying to make sure we're working out. Um, our food, go to the store, go get a box of Fairlife's, go get some protein powder so I can control my protein intake as easy as possible. We can't cook. So what, what, let's find out some, find some snacks, find some things that we can make work. So let's get more meal prep than, than usual this week. Like, so it's, Control the things you can control because when everything else is controlled, that one chaotic thing is not as as chaotic. I think so. I think the other thing to touch on it is when if you have a significant other is when chaos is happening is that everybody's on the same page and you know like when you're not sleeping in your bed like normal when your routine is thrown off you don't have the space that you would normally have like there's times where you want to like fucking just. <laughs> slap the shit out of your significant other but it's knowing not to take it out on them that because they're just going to the same thing you are and not allow the frustrations of everything on the outside to like start impacting the relationship because yeah it's like we're tired we're exhausted we're not getting good sleep we're not doing this but it's again it's like finding that 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 control of what we were able to and understanding look this isn't you this isn't me like we're in this together. Like it's a situation we're in. We just got to roll with it and just proceed as is, you know? Yeah. I think a lot of times it could easily get out of hand and then that escalates even more. But that goes back to like, 
another podcast that we can do on communication and how communication is the number one key in life, which is like just understanding like, hey, are you fucking exhausted? Yeah. I'd be like, dude, I am fucking exhausted. Like, cool. This sucks, huh? Yeah, this sucks. Cool. Well, let's make it suck together. Like, it is what it is. Yeah. So, But it was you know, never like a blame game either. That's what I'm trying to get at. Like, it was yeah. never like a blame game. Like, we're in this because you're the one who wanted the house and you're the one who wanted this. Like, there was never like the blame game of like, we're in this situation because you wanted the electrical for all of your podcast stuff. Like, it was nothing like that. Like, mm-hmm. it was like, hey, that is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's Again, it's one of those like... There's certain things where, like, for example, like purchasing the house, could I have waited to purchase? We talked about this. I could have easily waited to purchase the house. I wanted to wait to purchase the house. But Victoria, that was like one of her things, like, I need to have my own space. So it is. it could have been very easy of me to be like, uh, this is exactly why we shouldn't have bought a fucking house. It's because now look at how much work we have to have. Look at how low our bank account is because we have to do all this work now. Like, it's very easy to do that. But again, guys... What what hap- what has happened happened. The decisions you make are the decisions you make. And so you just have to get past them and get the fuck over it. It's like, you know what? You made that decision. This is where you're at. Whether you're in the hole, you're not in the hole. It doesn't matter you, if you're in a good place or a bad place. You made the decision. So now it's like, okay, forget about the past. What is the best plan of action moving forward to get us back to where we want to be? Exactly. Cool. So let's go over like, okay, so now we got we got that in in. in personal lives, they can just go over one more example in business. Yeah. So, um, business, I think the best one is, um, looking for a new space slash signing this lease that we did. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, like rolling with the punches is, and a lot of time rolling with the punches is like just staying in the fight. It's like literally just, we, for three years now, we've been looking for a new space and it's very easy to be like, well, these people found a new space. Yeah. But, but you, uh, we've, we've now seen multiple people in other businesses or in gyms in our area or other types of businesses come into a space. Like for example, like there was the, the one right across the, uh, the parking lot from us, it was called uh, the bazaar and it was like a clothing store. And it was like the, you could see from their business that it was someone who like, didn't really understand how expensive our center costs and the amount of business that you have to have to stay in. So immediately like, Oh, this is not going to last. So right. sure enough, six months in they're already, they already went out. Yeah. So it's like, um, it took us that long to find the right space, find the right deal, find the right location, find something that worked for you guys as members and worked for us as uh, business owners, because it could have been very, there was multiple locations we found in certain places where this is, this would be so fucking sick on this side of town. Like, but, but, but it would be like seven times more expensive and we probably would have went out in like maybe six months of getting in that space. We wouldn't have been able to afford it. Exactly. So like, but what I was trying to get at is staying in the fight. So no matter what is it, you stay in the fight and you always have to keep, like there was, there was times and we talk about this with our members. It's like, dude, we went and we, we haven't announced it because you know, there's really no reason to, but Victoria and I have, have toured other spaces. We went, talked to realtor, went to go look at a space. We didn't tell anybody about it. And literally like these realtors would be like, Oh, you're a gym block our phone number. Yeah. Because they they didn't want gyms in that specific location. So we went from like dealing with realtors blocking our phone numbers, people blocking our emails, people finding out that we were a gym and not responding to us. People specifically like editing their ads for spaces to include no gyms. Like they didn't care about like if we were like financially like okay as a business. They didn't care about any of that stuff, which was beyond me. They just did not want a gym in their facility. 
And so that was uh, that was fun because what made it hard already just made it even harder because it's like you're already we're already looking for something. I don't want to say so specific, but within a certain criteria that we were looking for. Yeah. And within the space that we needed and the area we wanted. And so having basically that market just even condense and shrink even smaller yeah. was like it was basically disheartening because it was like, are we even going to be able to freaking do this? Because nobody wants us in their space. <laughs> yeah. To, to be quite frankly, if I'm being honest with you guys, like Victoria and I both came to the realization, which is, and we'll just be honest because we're very open is one of the reasons that we redid our restrooms at our current facility. We spent the money to redo the flooring and redo the bathrooms is because we thought that we were going to be staying at our facility for another multiple years. Yeah. We thought we were going to be resigning our option for our lease there. And like, that was going to be it. Cool. We're going to be staying at our, you know, at our current location. Lo and behold, with a year left on our current lease, we found a space and it's taken us, again, rolling with the punches, it's taken us almost eight months now to sign this lease. Like from going and looking at it to like finishing the, what's called the LOI, which is a letter of intent, which doesn't even really like, that doesn't even really like, um, lock you in it doesn't seal the deal and so like even that took us four months to get like just the basic terms negotiated because they were weary of a gym and they didn't want to wait for us to open up in a year they were like we want a tenant who's going to open up in two months from now and so it, it was it's just taken like so long and it's been so victorious like disheartening and frustrating but no matter what is that you just don't take yourself out of the game you literally can't quit it's like anything, anything, it's like, what, what's the analogy? Like you always see the picture of like the guy who's like digging for diamonds, like the two, the two different guys. And then they're both like right about to hit the diamond or one guy, like, um, they're like right about to hit the diamond and the guy gives up like two feet away from hitting it. And the one who doesn't give up, like finds a huge, you know, huge diamond mine, whatever it is. It's like, you never know how close you are from succeeding, but if you don't keep yourself in the fight, then like you have no chance at all. So that's like, I would say that's the third biggest thing is like literally like just don't take yourself out of the fight. Yeah, just stay in it because, you know, now like having gotten to where we're at with this whole lease, it's like, dang, like although it's taken this long, like it's finally happening. And now knowing that we're going to be able to provide what we like wanted to like this dream, like yeah. of what we like always like visualize like and like imagine. Like it's pretty freaking exciting because it's like, dang, like all of that. But now here we are and basically let's go. Like what's next? And, and even then, like it, it, it's very hard. It's very uh, what comes with rolling with the punch is like you have to adapt and what we thought was like going to be a lost cause is like okay it, it's the same thing which was like put ourselves back in february before we even reached out and like kind of had a, even an inclination that we were going to sign a lease we had the complete mindset we were 100 set on we were going to be staying with our current facility so what was our mindset was okay if we have no control over being able to find because we've exercised we do we hit up every realtor they hit up their realtors like we had networks of people looking for a building for us and so we, we came to the realization okay we're going to be in our current location what is the best way that we're going to keep continue to provide the best experience for our members? We are going to make the biggest upgrade facility, like upgrade to the facility that we can. So it was like, again, it was pivoting. It was like, okay, well then what can we control? We, we can control our current space. How can we make it amazing? So that's another thing too, is like things don't always go your way, but you have to be able to adapt. And if you don't, then that's it. Then you're fucked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think you just hit a nail on the, like hit the nail on the head. Like you, we, we, we were focusing on, okay, if we can't control the fact that we can't, 
get a building, okay? We can control what we can do in our current facility and just worked it as it was, you know? And it's, like you said, we just didn't give up and we we're just like, okay. Like, it's a lot, like I said earlier, it's a lot of pivoting motions. It's a lot of adjustments, adaptability. It's, you know, if you can't do that, then it's going to be hard for you to get through life because life is a lot of different adjustments because shit happens and yeah. life doesn't always go the way we want it to. And it's just, it, you know, nobody has the ball, the magic ball. And even yeah. if they do, it's not what you think it is. You know, mm-hmm. you wish for something now and it doesn't come out what you originally wished for. It's kind of tweaked a little bit because a little word was off, <laughs> but either way, you know, it's, it's, again, it's just, you just roll with it and do what you can and not let emotions overtake the situation as a whole. Yeah. No, I hundred percent agree with that. So, I mean, that's if you wanted to recap the the three things. I'm trying to get a hoarse voice from us talking, <clears throat> also because it's late. But the three things, it's it's just like number one, um, or I should say that we'll, we'll just reverse back from where we just talked touched on, which is staying in the fight. Yeah, you have to stay in the fight. Um, that's a huge, huge part of it. And uh, taking yourself out is the number one way to make sure you don't succeed. Yeah. So. Um, and number two, which I think is the biggest, uh, which is your mindset. So when you go into it, you have to have a mindset of shit's going to go wrong. Like if my expectations are low, shit's going to go wrong, then I'm able to pivot that much easier, having no ego involved, getting over the fact that shit's not going to happen, you're not going to go your way. Um, and then what was the third thing we touched on? It was... Um I already forgot. Basically, like, let it, oh, no, well, that's kind of mindset. It's like emotions. No, we talked about that mindset. Well, I forgot the other one. It was like, before it was, uh, uh, it was control, or well, control what you can control. So that, yeah, so it was your mindset. And it's the second, the, the third thing, the last thing we'll leave you guys with is control what you can control. So if you can control, like, you know, how much, how many hours you work or how much hours you sleep, like control those things. That's one thing Victoria and I've gotten really good at is like, okay, what can we control? We can control how much hours we sleep. We shouldn't be staying up on all night on our phones, things like that. So control what you can control. And that will make things when shit does hit the fan in other ways, you'll be able to handle those things a little bit better. Yeah. Cool. Want to wrap it up? Yeah. I I think that's it. I think that's it. You know, like you said, your voice is getting hoarse. But you were over here calling yourself the Grande Caballo Blanco, so you know. Hey, that came that came full circle. Just saying, uh, <laughs> I think I think that's why we're able to just cut it there. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a horse? I, I just I probably just blew someone's speakers out in the car. <laughs> <laughs> you heard their eardrums. That's what you did. <laughs> but guys, just remember again, you know, this is just us figuring things out. And if you have any comments or just any like maybe relatability stories or just things you're like, you know what, that did happen to me. Just go ahead and shoot us a message or anything. We're super like we yeah. love hearing from people, you know, like in their experiences, because it just knows that like, hey, we're not the only ones figuring this stuff out. Like, that's the whole point is that. We know that we're not the only ones figuring life out right now. Like yeah. it's all of us. And so, you know, we just like to be relatable and just keep it going. Yeah, that was great. Leave it there. <laughs> End it there. That was a good ending. We will uh, see you guys in the next episode. Peace. <laughs>